Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is AudiHD, a podcast meant to educate the masses on AudiHD and women and to educate us women on how to live a fuller life, whether clinically diagnosed or not. I'm your host, Ashley, a professional AudiHDer. In today's episode, we're going to talk about some everyday tips and tricks to help you thrive with AudiHD. For more information on autism and ADHD, feel free to visit our Instagram at AudiHDpodcast or our website, www.ashleysartofintimacy.com. Both are places we will get a bit more intimate about what it's like to live with ADHD. Now, before I forget to record and you get bored, let's crack into it. Welcome back, everybody. I would like to start this episode off with some very exciting news. I got a new microphone. My ADHD self is clearly thrilled by this fact because new shiny toy. As you can guess, I've been chomping at the bit to record this episode. And for anyone that wants to know, I got the Blue Yeti X. And no, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing with it. Clearly my ADHD is in control today, and we're winging it. I've been contemplating trying a bit more ASMR style with the episodes, so you guys will have to let me know if you like last week's or this week's style better, and whether the audio quality has improved or not. Now that we have all of that out of the way, let's see if we can't focus this ADHD brain on today's topic. Some everyday tips and tricks for thriving with ADHD. I'm going to start this off with something a lot of people aren't going to want to hear, and let me tell you, I was one of those people up until this past week. The number one thing I'm going to recommend to help you thrive with your ADHD is to change your diet. I started implementing more raw, whole foods this past week, and I cut back a lot on sugar and caffeine. Now, this was not an easy decision for me. I will openly admit I am very addicted to sugar. I know a lot of you probably are as well. It usually comes with the ADHD territory because it's a quick and tasty way to get dopamine. However, it's not the healthiest for us and actually hinders us in the long run. Deciding to change my diet was not an overnight decision. My partner and I have been arguing about it for well over a year now, and I finally caved. What made me cave, you ask? A recommendation from a friend to try the Conscious Cleanse. It is a gentle 14-day commitment to eating healthier. A very, very basic summary of the cleanse is that they encourage you to eat more raw, whole foods, and that your plate at mealtimes should consist of two-thirds vegetables and one-third of either animal protein, starch, beans, nuts, or seeds. There's a five-day transition week prior to you starting the 14-day cleanse, and that is what my partner and I are just finishing up today. So we technically haven't even started the official cleanse, We start that tomorrow when this episode is released. So after just a week of transitioning into this way of eating, I already feel so much better. It's so hard to explain, but my body feels lighter and crisper. I know that sounds weird, but that's like the only way I can explain it. My ADHD brain fog has been cut in half, which is a pretty big deal for me. I've also noticed that while I still struggle to regulate my emotions, I still have my meltdowns, but the regular period for recovery from those meltdowns has been cut in half. And to be honest, that alone is a reason for me to continue eating this way. It's not a miracle worker by any chance, and it is freaking hard 
to have to cook for every single meal while also working and living a life. Not to mention, it's expensive. With that being said, this particular lifestyle isn't always attainable for everyone to this degree. However, I do believe that there are little things everyone can do to help better their diet and hopefully help their ADHD symptoms. Three of the biggest things I can recommend for you guys to start implementing when and where you can are to cut back on your sugar intake as this can cause inflammation in the body, which leads to a whole host of issues. To eat more leafy greens where you can because this naturally provides the body with vitamins and minerals it needs to function. And to try to avoid artificial food dye where possible as this also has been linked to an increase in ADHD symptoms. I will dive more into that in a later episode. The second thing I'm going to recommend is to identify your contradictions. So having ADHD and autism together means you're a walking contradiction, and this can be used against you a lot, unintentionally, if you aren't aware of what they are. One of my contradictions is that my autism thrives on routine, and yet my ADHD causes my body physical pain if I have to do a routine for longer than a week or two at max. You can see how this contradiction alone could cause a lot of issues in my daily life, especially when I'm living with my partner and my job requires me to do the same thing every day. You might be wondering a bit how just knowing this about yourself can help you thrive, and let me tell you, if I didn't know this contradiction was because of my ADHD, I would spiral into a shame cycle and my RSD would get extremely triggered every single time that someone negatively pointed out to me how I cannot be consistent. However, knowing that this is part of my ADHD allows me to have grace with myself because I understand that this isn't something that I have control over. It also allows me the ability to explain to others where it stems from and hopefully help them understand that I'm not intentionally being inconsistent. It's just the way my brain is wired. On top of that, it allows you to plan for inconsistencies. I know that probably sounds weird, but hear me out. My job requires me to do the same things every single day of work every week. Because I know that routine is one of my contradictions, I can plan ahead for creative ways to still get my work done even when I'm needing that routine shakeup, whether it's a different way to do the work, a change of scenery, etc. I can come prepared for that and it can really increase my productivity on those days. And like kind of mentioned earlier, knowing this kind of stuff can really help you build a safer and more meaningful relationship environment with those around you and yourself. The third thing for today, and final, is to find your support system. I cannot tell you how much I have blossomed since finding my support system. Whether it's online, in person, or both, you need people in your life that understand what you're going through and how it affects you. I thought I was going crazy until I started surrounding myself with people who were going through similar things or who were willing to learn about ADHD and support me in understanding. It is essential to be understood in life, but especially when you're neurodivergent. If you guys are wanting an online space, I started a group today on Facebook for this exact reason. It's called ADHD, so feel free to head on over there and join the group and we can start building a support system for each other. As always, it's been a pleasure connecting with you guys, and I look forward to continuing to do so throughout the week on Instagram at ADHD Podcast or in the new Facebook group, ADHD, 
If I don't see you guys on the socials, then I look forward to seeing you back here next week.